Hey guys, welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. And we're at the end of February. This month, (laughs) I don't know what it is. It moved so fast, but it was highly productive. And I wish and I hope that it was the same for you. And I hope that March brings you everything you need in Nigerian churches they'll say stuff like you're marching into your purpose you're marching into your destiny you're marching into greatness all of that corny good stuff is what I'm wishing you for this up and coming month and this week we are going to be talking about quitting sometimes the thought of what was keeps us stuck I'm sure I'm not the only one who can relate to this And the worst thing about the thought of what was keeping us stuck is that it does so even when it no longer is. Growing up, we were taught that don't be a quitter, don't give up, keep going. These were the admirable traits. And I'm sure right now, when you think about people who are doing great things, they see stuff like they never quit, they never gave up, consistency, perseverance, all of that lovely stuff, right? And I possessed this personally so much as a child that I got a student of the month award in like grade three for perseverance I remember the teacher asking me she was like do you know what perseverance means and I'm like no and she's like it means you never give up and I remember the student of the month assembly was later that um, afternoon and then they called me up and they're like for the student of the month for perseverance for whatever our class was and they called me up and I was so happy and so proud and because I was rewarded I was like yes this is what we need to do but yeah quitting can be seen as a character flaw quitters are not it like I don't know how else to put it when you think about someone who's a quitter it's not something that we admire it's not something that we see as a good thing it's seen as something that needs to be worked on but I think we need to redefine that notion and before I get into the redefined notion I need to give a little bit of a caveat so that people don't misquote me and I'm sure from all the discussions that we've had for what 98 episodes mind blown um you guys can kind of tell where I stand on a lot of things but yeah premature quitting based on fear or panic or laziness is a character flaw that is not a good thing it's not it's not admirable to quit because you're scared It's not admirable to panic about a situation and quit prematurely or just be lazy, too lazy to put in the necessary work to see things through. Like this is the type of quitting that when someone says they're a quitter, this is what you think about, right? And this is when you think, yeah, that's not cute. That's not good. But the fear of quitting, which is when you stay somewhere past purpose, past necessity and past functionality is just as bad and you know how I feel about fears right like their suggestions they're not they're yellow lights they're not red lights they're pay attention but when you have turned the fear of quitting into like a spirit of quitting over you because you 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 oh my gosh English you think that it's so horrible to quit that you just stay places where you don't belong you overdo you 
you diminish yourself to to levels that you shouldn't because you're scared of being seen as a quitter, that is a horrible thing. And it's something that we need to not do. Endurance is a wonderful and beautiful thing, but over-endurance is detrimental. It's very detrimental to the space that we could be using to occupy so many more things, right? And some of the reasons why we get scared to quit are that people represent hope to us. There was a time in your life maybe where somebody was exactly what you needed and they were there for you at that moment. And because of that, you you begin to feel indebted to them. And because of that gratitude that has turned into a servitude, you decide that I cannot leave this person or this person was here for me. And because of this, I can never walk away from this or give up on this. Essentially, I cannot quit this, right? Another thing is a job. Like lots of people are sitting in jobs that they can't stand, not because the market's bad, but because they feel this same type of indebtedness to the job because the job represents an opportunity. That time when I was low on my luck and this manager saw me, pulled me up from the gutter and said, yes, I'm going to give you a chance, even though your resume only has three months at McDonald's and you got fired, but I see something great in you and I'm going to give you a chance. And now it's been 15 years and you're still there and you know, you deserve more pay, more opportunities. You want to grow, but because of the indebtedness you say yeah I'm not gonna quit I'm not gonna do this to that person I'm not gonna give up on them they did me a favor another one is that in a season a situation was true a love was true a relationship was true the justification to stay was true but the season has changed and the situation no longer is what it was right and we we stay there because we're not able to adapt with what the season requires because quitting something, especially something that you once had hope in or something that you still have hope in, but you're understanding the reality of the fact that it's not going to be what it was cracked up to be takes a lot. It takes, it's a, it's a stretching and it's very uncomfortable. And I'm never going to sit here and say it's easy to be a quitter. Cause as I told you student of the month for perseverance here. So I'm never going to sit here and tell you guys it's easy and I get it. And another reason why we get scared to quit is because we lack faith for better. It's the whole devil that I know premise, right? And I've been talking about this a lot because I think I've been going through it personally and I've been seeing people around me go through it. And it's it's the fact that I know I could let go of this, but I also know that it's secure. So, and I also don't trust that what's out there could be better. It might be the same or it might be worse. And if the same and worse are also options in in conjunction with better, two out of three of them aren't that cute. So because of that, I think I'll stay where I, I can see and where I'm comfortable and where I have seniority and where I've been. And, you know, this whole time thing, right? Like a lot of times we look at situations and we think that because we've invested so much time that it's worth sticking it out. But listen, you have not invested eternity. Getting rid of something eight years in is still more time left for the rest of your life (laughs) than it is to stay there, you know, but it's hard because we think of that time investment and it's like, where am I going to start? 
you're going to start from today because whether you like it or not, today's going to be today and tomorrow and every day thereafter is going to happen. So are we going to sit here and decide that we're going to bind our destinies to something that's no longer serving us? Or are we going to go through those days that would happen regardless, but open up the opportunity in faith for better? And that's usually the answer I like to go with, or at least I'm developing the muscle to go with most times. And for me, I've feared quitting or giving up on people particularly like It's the giving up on people aspect of it that really hurts me and that really gives me a difficult time because I know how devastating it's been for me when people have given up on me. It sucks. Like (laughs) It sucks so badly to have someone look you in the eye and say, I don't think you'll ever be any better than this. I don't think you'll ever change. I have no more hope in you, so I'm giving up. And especially when, and these are all things that I've heard in real life. So (laughs) trigger warning. Yeah, this is my life, but yes, it's all for the best. Um, it sucks, you know, and I know how I felt in those situations where I'm like, why can't you just see me? Why can't you give me a chance? Like, why do you not have faith in me? If you gave me a chance, if you believed in this, the way I do, it would be able to work. And because of that feeling that I have personally experienced, it makes it hard for me to quit on people. It makes it hard for me to give up on people. And clearly this is not how we operate. This is a fear response. This is a fear of quitting. So I end up staying past purpose, past necessity and past functionality. And as I said, that is not cute. That is not good. This could cause, and it has caused anxiety. It causes stress. It causes pain and it causes frustration, not just on your end, but on the other person's end, because you try so hard to make things work. You force things that are not fitting. You try to convince yourself to appease your spirit that you're meant to be here, even though everything about you is fighting against it, right? And that is not good. It's horrible. And that's why quitting is so important and being able to quit is so important. And it's gut-wrenching to think that you saw something in someone that's no longer there or you had an opportunity that was so great to you at a season, but now it's no longer serving you. It's gut-wrenching. It it makes you feel like you're an ingrate. It makes you feel like what's happening. A lot of these internal battles begin, right? But that's the reality of life. And what they represent is what they represent. Those emotions, they suck, but it's important to check that feeling. Check that gut-wrench. Like Feelings happen all the time, but Part of being mature is being able to understand what your feelings are, but act on what you know and to be able to say, yes, this sucks. And I'm not going to hide that. I'm not going to deny the pain of this, but I also understand that this pain is part of the crossroads of what I need to do to get to where I need to be. And when you're feeling that gut wrenching feeling of this, this place isn't serving me. This person isn't serving me. You need to check that feeling. You need to pay attention to why you're feeling that and dig deeper into it because there's a reason for it. And it's happening for a reason. You don't just wake up one morning and say, I don't need to be here any here as in like a, a, a job or a, a space or a relationship that doesn't just come out of nowhere. There's a reason why that's happening. Right. And the sooner you get to the bottom of it, the sooner you can get back to peace. We don't ignore these feelings. And of course, these feelings don't always necessarily mean quit. Sometimes they also mean reevaluate. It means have a a tough conversation. 
It means start viewing some options and maybe slowly planning your exit strategy. It can mean a whole bunch of things, right? And when you're contemplating quitting and when you're getting these gut-wrenching feelings, there's a few things I'd love for you to consider. The first one is what made the situation good or worthwhile initially, right? So ask yourself, what made the situation good? What made me love this job? What made me want to be with this person? Like, what were the things that excited me about this place? Really think about and consider those things because sometimes we get so lost in the complacency of time that we forget to really look and stop and say, am I just doing or am I being? Am I just, am I doing this? Am I going with the motions or am I being attentive? Am I being present? Am I being intentional in this moment? Or is it because I've woken up to this same alarm for 20 years and I'm just going to continue to do it because that's all I've ever known, right? So really think about what made that situation worthwhile for you. Another thing to consider is what made it necessary? What made that situation necessary? And sometimes what made it necessary was self-preservation. It was protection. It was at desperation, right? Like there are some jobs where it's like, I have no money and I just need to make money now. It doesn't matter what I do as long as they're going to give me a paycheck, some dental, and I can go get my eyes checked every two years. Sign me up, please. And thank you. Right? So what made it necessary? Like if I was at a place where I got into a relationship because I needed security and I needed love and I didn't have that for myself and I ended up with somebody who showed me a semblance of that and somewhere along the line, I grew into somebody who could see, love myself and then I realized that I don't, that necessity is gone. That's something to consider, right? Because the purpose of people in our lives and the purpose of some of our mindsets are temporary and they're seasonal. And when that season passes, it's important to be able to understand what it was for so that you can actually notice when it passes because the season can pass over and over and over and you could be so far removed from the season. But the fact that you didn't understand the purpose or the necessity of the situation you were in will have you losing it. And Another thing to consider with like the whole quitting mindset and taking it to more of a mindset season is like there are some habits that we have that we need to quit, right? It's not always quitting on external factors. It's also quitting on internal processes and the ways that we see the world, right? So one of the things that comes to mind is being in a relationship and getting hurt, getting crushed. Let's just say that getting crushed. And because of that crushing and because of the way life was, you developed an individualistic island mentality. And that island mentality protected you from being hurt by people. It prote- it, it gave you a, a covering and a shelter that allowed you to heal in this time when you had just experienced this immense pain, right? So in that moment, it was great, right? And it was absolutely necessary. That mindset was absolutely necessary. But now that you've healed, keeping around that island, individualistic, I don't need nobody type of mentality can be a major blocking to your blessings. 
because the season has shifted, right? We're not in a season of self-preservation and healing anymore. Now we're in a season of flourishing. And because you've carried on this mindset into this new season, it's pulling you back. There are people who want to show you love and affection that you are missing out on because you're not willing to open your heart. There are opportunities that people could give you opportunities that could step you up to where you want to be in life. But because you've decided you want to be an Island, you're not utilizing the community around you. Right? So it's really important to pay attention and say what made it necessary. And does that still stand? Another question is what made it right or ideal in that season? Like we're, we're all for the most part, sensible people. When we look back at our past decisions, we don't always want to agree, but (laughs) in the moment that we made our decisions, there was some level of justification that pushed us to make that decision, right? What made the decision right at that moment? What made it ideal at that moment? Ask yourself these questions and really figure it out. And when you've asked yourself these three questions, the next question you need to ask is, does it still stand? Yes, it was absolutely necessary. It was important. It was wise. It was the best option available in the season, in the beginning, in the inception at that time. But does it still stand today, right now? What's the date today? On February 23rd, 2020, does it still stand? And what answer are you going to give yourself? Is the answer yes? Then maybe you could stay where you are. So if the answer is no, you have some thinking to do. And another way to ask this question of does it still stand is to ask yourself, am I trying to recreate the feeling, the magic, the sparks, the butterflies that no longer exist? That no longer exist. And this is a tough one. Like this is a conversation that sucks to have like I as I told you guys I am not a quitter it's probably one of my best traits for entrepreneurships but it's one of my worst traits for life I do not know when to throw in the towel when it comes to people and trust me we're working on it but are you trying to recreate the magic are you when you think about that job that you've been in that is not fulfilling you but And you know you're able to apply for other jobs, but you're too scared because you have all these great friends and, oh my gosh, my work, my work husband, am I going to find another work husband? This is the best work husband or my manager is the greatest manager. Are you still, when you think about that job, do you have to think about 16 years ago when, when you just started and you were so bright eyed and bushy tailed and eager and part of every single committee? Is that, is that the last time you felt joy there? And is that what you're trying to recreate, even though it doesn't exist anymore? And like the mug you brought on your first day now has rings in it and it's stale and the chair is like indented because you've been sitting in it too long. Are you trying to recreate that friend? Is that what we're doing? Same thing with a relationship, right? Are you not being fulfilled? Are you not being served? Are you not being loved? And holding on to the time when things were fresh in the first three months, when they used to call you all the time, when they used to pick up the phone, when they would drive hours to see you, when they would tell you how much you meant to them and how much of the world they wanted to give you. And yet now they can't pass you the remote. And yet now they can't pick up the phone when you call. Is that what we're holding on to friends? 
Are we holding on to these mentalities that kept us safe at a season, but now they've turned into titanium armor that's blocking us from living? That's blocking our hearts from loving. That's blocking our minds from experiencing. That's blocking us from taking risks because on the other side of risk is pain, but also purpose, greatness, and everything that you want. Are we holding on to these things? And when we're holding on to that armor, we're remembering, yeah, but that time when that person cheated on me and broke my heart, this is what I used to get through it. But there, there's nobody breaking your heart right now. There's nobody breaking your heart and there's people who want to love on your heart, who want to treat you so well. There are people who want to help you, who want to, who want to see you grow. And because of, of this pain, you've blocked yourself from experiencing it. This is the question we need to ask ourselves. And I, (laughs) this is kind of a rant, but like, it's something I feel so, so passionate about. And another question to consider is, is what's replaced it what I need or want? If the answer to the question of am I trying to recreate the magic that's no longer there, yes, that the magic is no longer there, is what's replaced it what I want? And that could be yes, you know, of course, butterfly honeymoon phase of a relationship is lovely, but reality of a relationship isn't always going to be butterflies. Sometimes it's just going to be couch, eating on the couch and pouring barbecue sauce on the leather sofa, you know? But is this what I need or want? Is, is it the security? Do you still feel safe? Do you still feel happy? Do you feel good, right? A job, the same thing. You might have been excited, bright-eyed, and bushy-tailed in the beginning, but now you're very focused, right? And you want to continue to push. You, you know that you can see growth opportunities and you know you have what it takes and you're still on the trajectory upward instead of being stagnant. That's another way that it can work, right? And these are the things we need to consider. Things are not going to always look the same as they did in the beginning, but there is a baseline of fulfillment that we require, or I believe that you should require in in order to justify your presence somewhere. And if that's not being fulfilled, maybe it's time to reconsider and maybe it's time to quit because that's the best thing to do. And quitting is a healthy decision to be able to make. The ability to say, this isn't serving me, deuces. This isn't serving me. I'm going to be on my way. Please accept my resignation letter respectfully. All of It's a healthy decision to be able to make. It means that you can be objective and honest. Not being able to quit means that you're not able to really assess something for what it is. You, you allow sentiment and other emotions to block you from being able to do the necessary critical thinking that is required in life, right? I used to feel like not being a quitter was an admirable trait, as I've told you guys. And now I'm seeing it so much differently. And that's why I'm bringing it to you guys. And I see that the fear of quitting is the beginning of stagnation. Like it or not, if you can't say no, if you can't walk away, if you can't decide that this is going to hurt, but it's for the best, so I'm willing to experience this pain to take this risk, you are going to be stuck. Very, very stuck. Because if you're committed to holding on to things that are holding you back, if you're committed to being afraid of letting go of things that are holding you back, you're also committed to being stuck. Because everything you say yes to means you're saying no to something else. You say yes to this opportunity, you're saying no to another opportunity. Because time, we have 24 hours in a day. We're employed by a certain amount of people. We're dating one person at a time. 
the the moment you say yes to something and sometimes you don't even say yes you just decide to stay and staying is a decision there's no inaction is action you've decided that you don't want to be active and your passivity means that you're staying somewhere and I know like people like to say I'm in the middle I'm staying out of this there's no such thing when it comes to your life there's no such thing as staying out of it there's no such thing as going with the flow as long as you're going with the flow that means you're letting life and the tide take you wherever it wants to go it going with the flow doesn't mean you're not moving it just means you have no intentionality or direction over where you're going it doesn't mean you're stuck so it's really important that we understand that when you say you're when you say you're staying somewhere, when you say you're not quitting something, when you say you're not giving something up, you have made a decision to be stuck. And you have made a decision to say no to every other possibility available at the expense of yourself. Because of what? Fear? Because of what? Sentiment? Listen to me, my friends. These things come and go. I and I can tell you this from experience. When I left my job, I loved the people who I worked with. I absolutely loved them. I left my job and when I told them I couldn't, I was leaving, it was, it was, I came back from bereavement and I came in with my two weeks notice. And when I went to the office to tell my, um, my broker that I was going to quit, I was crying like when I tell you I was crying, I felt so guilty. I felt bad. I felt sad. Like I was going to miss these people. These people gave me a chance. I was crying and I was like, oh my gosh, tax season's coming up. What are they going to do? That was a Friday. My friends, Monday at lunchtime, the manager was already interviewing candidates. (laughs) And I'm just saying this to say that the sentiment is good. It's good to be a good person. It's good to have a conscience. It's good to be empathetic, but don't do it at the expense of your growth. And feeling these emotions, just don't let them become a stronghold, right? I have an episode about emotional strongholds, right? And the difference between feeling something and letting it become a spirit that dominates over you. And you guys, if this is something that's really hitting you and triggering you, I suggest you go listen to that episode. It's, it's here somewhere. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Don't let sentiment hold you back from becoming your greatest self. It's really not worth it. And the things that I'd never quit, because I think it's important to say this, the things I'd never quit on or are the first one being God. I would never, ever quit on God. God is would never quit on me and he's the only one who doesn't change who isn't fickle who always has my answers and who is always there for me the second thing I'd never quit on is my whole self so me as a person I'd never completely give up and lose hope in my potential but I would quit on and I actively quit on destructive traits and tendencies that are holding me back and that are no longer fulfilling purpose And with that, the other thing I'd never quit on is my purpose (laughs) because purpose over everything. The route I'm going to take to my purpose, I'm not sure. I might think it's going this way and if it doesn't work, I'll realign myself because I know where my end goal is. I just don't know how to get there. And if you want to hear more about that, go listen to the episode about the journey, right? And almost everything else, my friends, is up for negotiation. I will quit on almost any and everything else. In the healthiest and most respectable way possible. (laughs) No offense to anybody who's listening to this who will be like, oh, wow, she would quit on me. Yes, absolutely. If what you're doing and we are no longer aligned in a way and it's coming between my ability to live my life the way I need to, 
I'm going to have to respectfully decline. And yes, with that, I'll get right into the words to live by for this week, which are, I let go to make room for better. And that's just what it is. You need to quit on these habits. You need to quit on these people. You need to quit on these situations with pride. Like I am a quitter. I will be a quitter because I need to let go of things to make room for the other things. There will never be an opportunity to make room if you're already filling up the space. And let's stop filling up the space with trash. Let's stop filling up the space with things that aren't unf- that aren't fulfilling. Let's stop filling up the f- space with defense mechanisms that are no longer stand. Let's stop filling up the space with poison. There is so much more good available and we need to have access to it. And one of the best ways is to make room by clearing out the clutter. Because when the clutter is clear, there's not only room, but there's also clarity to see. And you can sift through and you can figure out what's good and be intentional about your lives. Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. If you love this episode, please share with a friend. Let them know that quitting is not the way to go. Give them this episode as a gift, a free gift. And rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. Have an amazing week, and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.